morning everybody and I'm delighted to welcome you to our Getting to Know Our Author series and I am especially delighted to be joined by Ronan Rooney on the couch this morning. So a big welcome to Ronan. Ronan is well known in the equestrian world and also hugely known in the business world and the spirituality world is an area that many of you might not know that Ronan is involved in either. Um, he's endorsed by some really big names such as Ralph and Sharpa and Deepak Chopra. So, um, maybe Ronan, you can tell me a little bit more that I know I've probably left out on that introduction for you. No, thanks. I sound really good when it comes to your voice. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose um, yeah, my, my journey started years and years ago with, with Deepak, Deepak Chopra and, and Robin, who endorsed my first book. And I suppose back then when I, I was quite naive and I thought, I've, I've made it as such and my ego got a great boost um, and I, I wrote the first book and it's it's 16 years since I, it's until I wrote the second one so a bit of a bit of a challenge there but yeah my background is is, is strange and I'm, I'm a businessman um, yeah. property arbitrator charts are rare um, but I'm, and I'm also as you say interested in horses I've, I've loved horses all my life that's my pastime um, and but there's this part of me that um, has always wanted to study and express the whole aspect of spirituality and, and what the world and what life is all about. Okay, okay. And this book you mentioned took you 16 years to write? No, it, it took me 16 years to do the follow-up to the first okay, one. So it, actually the, the first book it was interesting and I was studying for three or four years up to it about all these different aspects of life and, okay. and philosophy and psychology and I went on a hermitage retreat and after three days yeah, I just kind of hit it and it just it just hit home and I wrote the actual that first book within about two or three weeks so this second book has taken longer there, there's been a stint in the middle where I've had to experience life and I suppose experience a lot of the teachings in the first and the second book okay. firsthand so that's why it's probably taken 16 years and I've gone through lots of different challenges which, which are all in the book but I think that um, the reality is that the next book it, it took me I would say about five six months to write this book Okay. Um, so it's not that bad. It didn't take me sixteen years. It took me sixteen years to actually live the life, to be in, to be in or to be able to actually write, write the second book. book. Okay. <laughs> so it's a very different book that you have written now compared to if you did take that book on and wrote it back when you thought you were going to write it. Yeah. I mean, I think you know the first book was written in two thousand and six. It was a different world altogether. It was a, it was a world full of affluence. We were all really well off. I was in a great place. Um, but there was no real challenges in life for any of us, I don't think, back then. Everything was so so easy to put your hand to. Okay. Uh, this new book definitely tells the story of, I mean, I, I would have suffered like everybody else in the country through through the financial depression, through the property crash, and through all the different aspects that came through that, mental challenges and illnesses as well. All of those that, that all came together and culminated in, in one massive wave of turmoil that the whole country experienced. Okay, okay, very good. Um, what surprised you the most, do you think, when you're writing a book? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting question. I think um, in the past I've always thought that this subject is complicated, you know, and that, that it's, it's hard to understand what is the meaning of life. But when I wrote this book, I realised it's actually simple. You know, and it was, it, was, it, was a bit of a, it was a bit of liberty in that for me and a bit of freedom in that I said, oh my God, it, it is actually simple. And, and the simple truth of the meaning of life and the true nature of our reality is that we are all part of one thing, one bigger thing. And we all have an individual aspect of that thing. And our purpose in life is just to express that. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, it, was, it was a release because for years I've always thought I need to help 
to change the world. I need to help other people to to realize some of the the insights that I have come across that have right. helped me to lift and to lift my spirits and to and to reach a state of grace. Um, and instead. I now realize that no, it's not about changing anybody else, it's not about changing the world, it's about changing yourself. It's really, really simple, and it's just, who am I really? Get rid, rid of all the conditioning, all the all the way we've been brought up, and the different things that teachers and parents and other people have said to us, all of our inaccurate beliefs um, that we've inherited, get rid of them all, find out who you really are, and express that, because that's an integral part of the bigger plan. And how do you do that though? How, because I suppose it's very easy to say it, but in, in trying to get rid of it all, how do you shelve all that to be able to get to the higher level that yeah. you talk about? You know, in the past, I, when I was asked that, I would have looked at it and, and the answer would have been, you know, a lot of psychological aspects. So okay. you would, you know, look at yourself and look at the shadow, and, and I've studied all of that kind of stuff. And you'd look at your own conditioning and say, you know, these beliefs that I have, do they serve me? Um, are they getting me to where I want to live? Is the life I'm living at the moment the one I really want to live? Is it really me? And you really go into the intellect. But the problem is at the moment, I think that we were going through an evolution of consciousness where the intellect has, has been intoxicated by information and data and it's, yeah. it's taken off and it's evolved to a state where it's taken over. Yeah. So I think we need to go away from the intellect. We need to go away from the analysis and actually go deep within ourselves to the awareness of self. Now that sounds sounds kind of airy fairy, but it's not. It's it's a matter of just actually pausing, taking time to shut out all the thoughts, to leave all the conditioned aspects of, of your thinking to one side, and to really sense who am I really and what am I supposed to do next. Okay. And do you think people are more open to doing that now than they would have been before? Absolutely. I, and it's come from, from, from two different directions. One in that you know, people are, are a bit more open to all of this and they, and they realise that we can't keep going on the way we are. Mm -hmm. Mental illness is one of the biggest challenges the world has at the moment and it's affecting almost everybody. And basically people realise that we have to change the way we're thinking. It's not working, it's not serving us. But also, through all of the challenges that we're having from, from, from mental illness and from different, different aspects of the demands of life at the moment, what's happening is a lot of us are going through turmoil, whether it be emotional turmoil or mental turmoil. But the beauty of turmoil is that it actually triggers an awakening. It, it shocks you into realizing there's more to life. I have to think about things. My life is not going the way it's, it's supposed to. And you end up living life as opposed to just getting through life. Okay, because you find that, don't you, with a lot of people who ride on different areas of spirituality that they would have had a traumatic experience or an event that has happened to them that really has, as you say, awakened them to, okay, this isn't working for me, something needs to change here, I need to change. Yeah, and they're blessings, they're, I mean, you know, I had a breakdown, but I call it a breakthrough. And the reality is they, they are blessings, they, they, they get you to a stage where all of a sudden you don't have to spend years and years and years of going to a psychologist and, and working through all the past conditioning, the past experiences that you had to move them to one side. You actually get a jolt straight away, like a shock, to bring you into a situation where what is real, what is really important. It's like someone, you know, if you're, if you're unfortunately given a, um, you know, um, um, bad news about somebody or, or bad news about your own health, all of a sudden, all those mundane things fall away. Like, and, and what's really important in life comes back into perspective. And, and there's an actual gift and a beauty in that. But it would be great, wouldn't it, that if you could reach people without them having to, and I know we all have to experience those up and downs to be able to build resilience and, and everything else, but 
I guess for people to be aware of that so that they do have the coping mechanisms before it actually happens rather than having it happen and then happen to pick everything up, which would be well, ideal. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that is, in reality, um, 